Solara Star is a UK-based advanced law of attraction teacher trainer, coach, public speaker, and leading wellness expert. She will share life-changing wisdom about the law of attraction and how you can use this powerful universal law to build a foundation for bigger and bolder manifesting results. It is time to create the life you deserve, and with Solara's help, you will. And the warmest of welcomes once again to Manifesting Made Easy with myself, Solara Star. Always lovely to be with you and help you to master your manifestations and your life. And having very beautiful conscious conversations about the law of attraction, about its power, how to get what it is that you want out of the law of attraction rather than what you don't want. And you'll probably be nodding your head when I say it's not as easy as just thinking about something and then it manifesting into your reality. So the question is, well, what are all of the different considerations that make up a manifestation? Is it just as simple as you thinking about what you want and then it manifesting in your life? Or are there other components that we do need to think about to make our manifestation work? Now, you may be like me, being a bit of a dab hand at manifesting and had many, many frustrations within that space as well, being very, very clear about what it is that you want, being able to really connect with the energy of what you want, see it, feel it, smell it, sniff it, breathe it, you'd be able to do all of that. And then you ask yourself, well, where is my manifestation? Why is my manifestation taking forever to get to me? Or why am I getting the opposite of what I want? Or why am I not getting what I want at all? Here, hang on a minute, universe. What on earth is going on? So you'd be very, very pleased to hear that there are loads of considerations that make up a manifestation. It's a bit like a a dish at a fine restaurant. There's going to be so many different ingredients that go into that manifestation. Some ingredients are going to have to be sourced from across the seas. Some are going to take a little bit longer to wait for because they have to grow under special conditions. Depending on what your manifestation is will also then determine how long it takes to get to you. So you may have all of your energy lined up, just like lined up your ducks in a row. But if the special ingredients are required from the far corners of the energetic globe, then it's going to take a little bit longer. Now, that doesn't mean to say that your manifestation isn't working. We are powerful. We are massively creative beings. We are able to manifest anything that our heart and soul desires. I'm going to highlight the word heart desires. The reason why I highlight that word, if I could have a little highlighter pen here, I would, is because it does need to be a heart-based manifestation, not one that is derived from fear-based thinking or because you're trying to avoid something bad from happening. It's a pure heart-desired manifestation, something that in your heart, you just feel so good when you think about it. It has amazing, wonderful feelings. You want to hop, skip and a jump to take action to make that manifest. There's no heavy feelings around, oh, well, what if it doesn't work? Or there's no fear around, oh my God, what if it gets taken away from me? Manifestations, heart-based manifestations are from pure, raw desire, my friends. And that means learning to create something completely new rather than trying to avoid something completely old from reoccurring. There is a massive difference within that realm. So with this in mind, then, we touched on in our last show the various considerations when it comes to manifesting. We spoke about soul contracts, 
neutral manifestations, positive manifestations, negative manifestations. If you haven't had a chance to listen to that show yet, I highly recommend it because it's going to all kind of interweave very beautifully with the words that I speak and share with you today. So we spoke about all of that last time, which is uh, you know quite mind blowing when we realize actually the law of attraction isn't just about thinking nice thoughts and doing beautiful vision boards and affirmations and hey, presto, what you want comes There is more to it. It's a bit like a beautiful tapestry that you see in these beautiful museums or indeed in beautiful homes. It takes a lot, lots of different color threads, lots of different types of threads weaved in lots of different ways in order to make that very, very beautiful picture that you see. It's the same with our life. It's the same with our manifestations. That's not to put you off. It's more than it's more to give you an understanding as to why things are the way they are and why things have not worked out the way you want them to as yet okay when I say as yet <laughs> Woo-hoo! okay so the next one that I want to just I'm going to plant a few for you, for your consideration without going into too much detail of them and then if you want to you can go and do your own exploration if you want to hook up for any coaching sessions we can you know take the conversation a bit deeper and actually get to specifics about what it is that you want to create and what might be lurking in the shadows without you even knowing about it which potentially could be blocking your manifestations from coming into fruition so you can reach out solara at solarastar.com even if you just want to say hi it'd be really really nice to hear from you Okay, so let's have a little look at then how ancestral and societal patterns and programs actually affect your manifestations. Say what? Ancestral and societal patterns and programs affect my manifestations? Uh, Yep, annoyingly, really, really annoyingly. Let's go back five generations. And let's say five generations ago, obviously it goes back a lot further than that. But let's just say five generations ago, you had, I don't know, Great, 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 great. I'm not even counting uncle, sorry, grandfather Bob, (laughs) let's just say. And let's just say he had some really warped um, ideas around money, which were inherited for him. So let's use the topic of money for this conversation, which, you know, he had also inherited from his ancestors. But let's just say we'll go back five to great um, to granddad Bob at the moment. Now, he had suffered great loss. Money had been stolen from him. Money had been, he had gr- managed to create great wealth and then it was taken in all different ways. He then put it into property, all the properties. I'm painting a horrendous picture here. It's just to explain the situation. So great, 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 great granddad Bob had terrible program around money. Now he passed that program on to his children and his children too then believed that money was hard to come by or when you did get it, be taken away or you got to be really, really careful because not not that they would have experienced the same thing with everything burning down, but they would have gone into overprotective mode in order to make sure that they don't lose their wealth. And in that process, not realizing that they're actually weaving the energy of loss into their thoughts and creations, creating more of the same. So then those children had children. I think you're getting what I'm saying here. So that they then have these belief patterns, which were inherited originally from, from great, 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 granddad bob now that money and poverty and scarcity and lack and all of these conscious and unconscious programs thoughts and unthought thoughts that are all vibrating within the energetic realm of the the those beings in current time from the ancestral realm so now let's just look at me where i am right now so solara where i where i am right now it's not just my belief patterns it's not just my thoughts 
that are affecting me right now. It's all of the programs from my ancestors that have that have and are affecting me in current time. Now it is when you want to kind of you know grab both sides of your head and go, oh my God, it's mind-blowing. Like, how on earth can I fix this? Can I fix this? Yeah, absolutely you can. And there are many, many different ways that you can dive deeper on this journey. When you work with a mentor or coach or somebody else that you feel uh, that drawn to, whether it be a plant medicine or something, you absolutely can get to the bottom and delete and erase and recreate wonderful new patterns and programs. I just want to paint a picture today as to why some of the manifestations might not be working and various considerations that will play a part into that. So then, of course, we've got societal patterns, too. And there is a huge amount of fear around around taking risks around new opportunities around scams around and absolutely you're quite right to be very very cautious right so I'm not I'm not for one minute saying you know not to use discernment and to be very careful and use your intuition but unfortunately it's been heightened so much that we're actually too scared now to take any risks or too scared now to take any chances too scared now to take the leaps of faith because society through various different media sources and programs have left us in a state of paralysis in some respects. And many people that I work with in my coaching practice are are too scared to, to take the leap or to make decisions because of course of ancestral patterns and programming, but also societal ones as well. So there you go. I'm going to leave that there for your consideration. I'd be very interesting, interested rather to know, you know, your thoughts on that, on that, because these conditionings, they leave imprints And they absolutely shape our beliefs. They shape our expectations, our perceptions, the patterns and programs, like I said, are often inherited unconsciously and they create massive subconscious barriers to successful manifestations. So, but recognizing them and learning to work with them and releasing them is absolutely crucial for manifestation, but also then brings us all into a space of our own authentic, creative space and magic. Because we're now in that real true space of a true manifester where we can manifest from pure heart's desire, not from all of this kind of ancestral mishmash, which is kind of like amalgamating in the soup of our energetic field. We're clear, we're cleansed of all of that. And we can only do that one step at a time. I very much in my own journey, I will be acutely aware of when something triggers me or makes me feel frightened or or brings about feelings of discomfort, because I know that there will be an ancestral pattern or societal program there, which is not in alignment with what it is that I want to create and manifest. Now, that is some of the deeper, more mastery manifestation that I work with in one-to-one sessions. So if you are interested in that, if anything I've said has spoken to you and you're like, oh my God, well, that's why, then just feel free to reach out. We can hop on a call and just see if you'd be a good fit for what I can offer coaching wise and if something that would work for you. So that's one massive consideration. I'm going to discuss two more and I'm going to leave it with you just to chew on until the the next uh, podcast. And then you can then dive into some more considerations as to why manifestations aren't working. Of course, Going on from the first one, limiting beliefs and scarcity mindset. Now that is all inherited, but just because it's inherited and just because we know it's inherited doesn't mean that it changes what we're thinking and what we're feeling in current time. Limiting beliefs and scarcity mindset are from the ancestral side of things and society, of course. 
but we still have them right here and right now. Can we do something about it? Absolutely. So for, let me give an example of it. So this is probably a bit more of an example of myself. So for somebody who grew up believing that money is scarce and difficult to attain, made it one of my programs that absolutely that money is scarce and difficult to obtain. So that was an old program. And because of that, I would go into fear-based behaviors when I thought or felt threatened that money was going to be taken away or there wasn't going to be enough. I'd go into these particular behavior patterns and being able to witness what triggers me and what behavior I go into means that I am now equipped to choose differently in real time. So it's a bit of a fork in the road. And this isn't just with money and finances. This is with all sorts of things, giving and receiving love, working a, a job that you absolutely love and, and enjoy. And we can't change things overnight, by the way. So let's just say we've got this beautiful dream and we can feel it. We can we can see it. We can sniff it. We can, you, we, we've got this beautiful energetic entity that we've created in our mind, but our current reality doesn't, feel anywhere close to that does that mean that that's not happening no it means that you keep focusing on your manifestation because what the universe will slowly do uh, along with your help the universe can't do this for you remember you've got to show up and do the work will slowly start to realign your whole energy field in order to begin making that manifest and you're going to start to notice small ev pieces of evidence that the bigger uh, uh, dream is coming. So that's why it's so, so important to work on your limiting beliefs, to work on your scarcity mindset, whether that be in the form of a book, whether it be in a YouTube video or meditate, whatever it might be, is saying, right, if there is a block here, I'd really like to work on whatever it is that's going on in my mindset that's stopping me from receiving what it is that I want to receive and overwrite some of these ancestral programs that are blocking me from receiving the abundance that is actually mine by divine right. Now, abundance means many things, right? It means love, it means money, it means food, it means water, it means friendship, it means everything. And we are meant to enjoy a massively abundant life. So these things that we are discussing today are considerations for us to be able to go and do some work and look a little bit deeper into and start to resolve in order to realign more and more and more and every single time you see evidence of your manifestation coming into fruition you say thank you universe thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you so the last one we're going to talk about today before i leave you is cultural conditioning and family patterns oh there's a lot going on so of course not only we've got societal but we've got cultural conditioning and we've got specific family patterns too so of course yes we've got the ancestral but each ancestral line shifts and changes to a unique family pattern so cultural beliefs and family dynamics absolutely shape our perception of what we can and can't manifest and also society's expectations and family patterns influence what we desire whether we believe it's right or it's wrong I mean, in many spiritual circles i've heard loads of conversations of people saying you know that money is you know i don't you know i i don't want any money of course we all want money because when we have it we can make a massive difference in the world we can take a look after our health 
We can clothe ourselves well. We can tithe and give to charities and help our friends and family. Of course we want it. But for some reason, there's this mass belief that money is a bad thing. Money is neutral. It's the meaning that you give it that makes it good or bad. Okay. And it's important to remember that. So some people will think about prioritizing their stability over pursuing unconventional dreams. Now there's a fine balance within this one. Some people go, when they, when they hear that, they then literally pull the rug out from their own life. They quit their job and they go and pursue all of these, these dreams that their heart so desires to do, but they haven't built a stable foundation in order to hold themselves whilst they are pursuing them. There's quite a lot to that conversation. So if, if you're thinking, oh, hang on a minute there, Solara, there's something in that for me. Let's have a conversation about that. Let's hook up. Let's have a call. Because there's so much to what I've just said there. It's not just a case of stopping everything to pursue dreams. Certain energetic things have to be in place first so that when you do take that leap, you're absolutely held and everything manifests like magic. Okay, again, these feel like quite deep conversations today, but I think it's really, really important to remember that there are such things as limiting beliefs, scarcity mindset, it's going to block your manifestations. Cultural conditioning, family patterns will block your manifestations. And ancestral and society patterns and programs will block your manifestations. It's not that you're doing anything wrong, because actually, if I was to have a conversation with you, I'd be able to tick all the boxes to say, yeah, you know what, you are showing up. Yes, you probably could have a little bit more of a, a daily routine that will support your manifestations, but actually you are really doing the work. So let's take a look at what other things could be at play, which may or may not be stopping your manifestations coming to you the way that you would like them to. And once you are able to go and do a little bit of work in some of these areas, you'll start to notice your manifestations unlocking as well. So it's exciting stuff, deep, but exciting. So I'm going to leave it there for now. And in our next conversation about these different considerations and the rich tapestry of what makes a manifestation powerful or what delays it. We're going to be talking about karma and all the different types of karma from clearing and resolving, ancestral, negative karma and manifesting, positive karma and manifesting, and just karma in general. Okay, so keep tuned for that conversation. Really, really looking forward to sharing that with you. In the meantime, thank you for reaching out and following me on Instagram. I know a few of you have. It's been really nice for you to watch my journey. If you'd like to follow me, check out the show notes. And um, yeah, like, share and follow my friends, because let's share this wisdom far and wide. Sending you loads and loads of love. Have a beautiful day. And I will be back with you same time next week. Thanks for listening. Solara Star will be back next week with great insights into the law of attraction. In the meantime, please visit solarastar.com.